My work is about embracing the full spectrum of our humanity. And for me, what it means to become a powerful female leader is someone who is not afraid of her own stuff. Yes, you can improve your skills. Yes, you can have a stronger voice. Yes, you can build confidence. Yes, you can work on all those things and close your gaps, of course. But do not wait. Do not wait to move towards the thing you want until those gaps are closed because I guarantee you that is just your brain getting you to be waiting forever. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. It is so good to have you here. I am Jessica. Also, I go by Jess. People ask me which I prefer. I love both, and I'm the host of this show. I've been hosting this show for almost three years. We're getting to the three-year mark, which feels crazy. And I am a coach for women in the nine-to-five space. I help women build confidence. I help them find a powerful voice at work. I help them pursue and obtain the roles and career paths and promotions that they truly want. And this show is all about helping you create the career that you want really from the inside out, helping you have all of the outcomes that you want in your career, whether it's a promotion or a job change, or you just want to feel stronger in meetings, and also helping you with the inner work, the confidence, the mindset. I think that's what matters way more than the outer stuff anyway, and that's what drives the outer stuff. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's all about mindset because I've been realizing that I use mindset so much in my one-on-one coaching. I use it so much in my own life. It's been such a catalyst for me. And I tend not to go into it so much on the show. I tend to sometimes focus on like really tactical work topics and I really want to dive deeper into mindset because I think it's one of the most powerful ways that I can help you. And so I'm really, really excited to get into some mindset foundations and to help you start to build awareness of your own mindset and really start to understand why you might be stuck or why you might be consuming information and listening to this podcast and maybe you listen to other podcasts or consume other content to you know, try to help you grow. But if, if you're consuming all that content and not necessarily seeing big changes or big shifts, it's probably because there's inner work that needs to happen. There are things within you that need to change. And it's not just about knowing what to do or getting the tips and tricks, but it's about bigger, more significant change, which is really like what true change is, right? Change and building confidence doesn't come from learning a tip or a trick. It comes from deeper inner shift. And that's what today's episode is all about. I can't wait. I'm so excited to get into it. Before I dive in, come join me on Sunday, August 29th for a workshop, a live workshop that I'm doing, which I rarely do, all about the art of speaking up. 
I believe speaking up is an art. Obviously, that's why I titled the show The Art of Speaking Up. And I believe it's an art that you can learn, whether you struggle with your voice, whether you feel okay about your voice. It's learnable. It's something that you can learn. And I want to teach you how to do it. In this workshop, the goal is for you to gain tools to learn to feel confident in meetings, to speak up powerfully, and to do those things really while being true to yourself and being you and not being a fake version of you or wearing a mask. And I'm going to be teaching you how to cultivate confidence when you're in meetings, how to manage nerves, and how to deal with some of the overthinking and ruminating that might happen when you're sitting in meetings. And I'm going to share tools that will help you communicate with your boss and with leaders and with superiors in a way that helps you come off as very, very executive. When people are listening to you communicate, they are taking you in and they're forming their thoughts about you and they're thinking about you and your capabilities. And the way that you communicate and the way that you speak up is really going to inform what they think about you and what kind of professional reputation that you build. And you don't have to be perfect and the most confident person and confident all the time to make a really powerful impression on people. You just have to have the basics of executive communication and you have to know how to harness confidence even when you are in moments of struggle. And that is what I'm going to be teaching you in this workshop. I am so excited to see you there. You can grab your ticket at justguzzitcoaching.com slash events. I will also put the link in the show notes. And I have a limited number of VIP tickets where in addition to coming to the workshop, you also get a private one-on-one session with me. So I would love to see you either in the workshop or in your private session with me where I will support you in working on your next communication goal and your next goal for your self-confidence and your professional evolution. I'm excited to see you there and you can grab your ticket below. And now we are going to talk about mindset. Oh my gosh, I feel like I could record like 20,000 billion episodes on this because in my own journey, understanding my inner world more, understanding mindset, understanding emotions, just it just changed everything for me. I truly, I've had multiple like big shifts in my life. And I would say the most recent shift that I've had in my own growth and in my own confidence has come from me gaining a stronger grasp on mindset and really understanding what it is and how it impacts my life and how it impacts my behavior. And the growth that I experienced has been insane. It's been so insane that sometimes I can't even see it. And I sometimes step back and just sort of like look at where my life is and look at where my confidence is. And I'm like, wow, I'm really different than I was six months ago and 12 months ago. And it's all because of this. And I want to share this with you because truly, I think that when we are struggling with confidence and we don't feel good about ourselves and our, you know, our mind is telling us that we suck and that we're going to be stuck forever, 
I think that that can really feel true. And I think it can feel true that whatever struggle you're dealing with is just, it is what it is. It's not going to change. And it can feel also really true that you're somehow different than everyone else, that maybe other people can change, but you can't because there's something like uniquely wrong with you or you're struggling or quote unquote broken in some unique way. And so you're going to be stuck forever. And this type of thinking, I think we've all been there. I've certainly had that experience, especially in my professional life, right? So I know what it feels like to think some of those thoughts. And the problem with that type of thinking is that it puts us in a very helpless state where there's nothing we can do. If we think that we're more broken than everyone else, and we think that change can happen for other people, but not for us, it removes all of our options. Like if you actually believe it's true that your problem is too big to solve, that you can't build confidence, that you can't become the leader that you want to be, like if you really believe that that's true and that these tools and building confidence and mindset shifts work for everyone except for you or will work for everyone except for you, then there's no point in doing anything. There's no point in trying anything because you don't believe that you can change. So we can start to feel helpless and that's a really bad place to be in versus when we open ourselves up to the idea that maybe, just maybe, our pessimism and our negative thoughts about ourselves and the way that we make ourselves different from everyone else, the way we exclude ourselves Maybe those things aren't true. Maybe those things aren't right, aren't correct, and maybe we can change. As soon as we open ourselves up to that possibility, we have regained autonomy in our lives. We have regained choice in our lives because we are no longer paralyzed by this idea that we can't change and that we're stuck forever. And the truth is, most of our beliefs about ourselves and about the world but especially about ourselves, like most of our beliefs about ourselves are subjective anyway, right? There are so few things about us that are objectively true. There's like our height (laughs) and the color of our hair and I don't know, like our home address where we live. But all of these other things that we think about ourselves, I'm confident, I'm not confident, I'm smart, I'm not smart, I'm good at speaking up, I'm not good at speaking up. These are all just subjective judgments. And the idea that we that you're stuck, that you can't change, that is also a subjective judgment. We just don't know if it's true or not. And so anytime we're going to take on a subjective judgment, one that we're not sure whether or not it's actually true because we can't really prove it true, we might as well take one on that is going to help us get to the outcome that we want, right? So if I can't objectively measure whether I'm good enough to have what I want or I'm not good enough to have it, if I can't ever really know the answer to that question, I might as well decide that I want to start practicing thinking that I am good enough to have it because when I think that, I feel a lot more motivated to go after it and I actually take action. 
And so, so much of this and what I'm going to walk you through today is about realizing that we have choice and that we can create choice. And while we can't predict the future and we don't know exactly what's going to happen and we don't know if we're going to get the role we want, you don't know if you're going to get the promotion you ask for, you don't know how the meeting is going to go, you literally don't know what's going to happen in the future. But whatever perspective you choose to adopt, whatever subjective perspective you choose to adopt about yourself in the present right now is for sure, hands down, going to impact the future. So it's so helpful to be aware of what your perspective is of yourself and what you're choosing and what you want your perspective to be of yourself and what you want to choose. Now, I kind of went on a little rant or a little tangent, so I'm going to back this all the way up and I'm going to get really, really foundational for just a minute and talk to you about the difference between mindset versus action because they're two different things and it's really important to understand that. And then once I've walked you through that, I'm going to explain to you using a visual analogy because I love the visual analogies, but I'm going to explain to you how mindset gets in your way and how you can stop allowing that to happen and how you can stop letting your own pessimistic, negative, stuck thoughts about yourself stop you from moving your career and your confidence and your life in the direction that you want. And I say this with so much emphasis because what is more important than this? I mean, There are different nuggets and slices and pieces of our lives, right? We have our personal lives and our friendships and our relationships with our families and our creative hobbies and all of these different things. And our career, like how we make a living and how we show up in the world is a huge, huge part of our lives. It is definitely the place where we spend the most time. It is also the place that provides us financial security. And so when you think about your career, it not only fuels your life financially, but it fuels so much of your existence and the quality of your life because you spend many, many hours in your professional setting. And if you are struggling or not having the experience you want professionally, Because your brain is lying to you and because your mindset is getting the best of you, that is something that is worth looking at. And that is something that is worth you spending the time understanding what is going on there and understanding how you can change that experience so that you can stop beating yourself up and feeling down about yourself and taking action from that small defeated place. And so you can start actually building the career you want and becoming the professional leader that you want to be. So here's what I want to start out with. There's mindset and there's action. And it's so important to understand the difference between the two. I'm going to start with action because it's the easier thing to understand. It's the easier thing to hook onto, to grab onto. And it's also the place where we tend to focus the most. Action are the actions that we take. So for you in your professional journey, an action can look like speaking up in a meeting, emailing your manager, applying for a job, going to a job interview. These are the things that we do. 
And so often when you are growing and when we are growing, there really is a tendency to focus too much on action. So like, what do I do? How do I apply for jobs? How do I speak in the meeting? All those things. We tend to focus too much on action and too little on mindset. So let me define what mindset is. Mindset is everything that we experience outside of us taking action. It is our invisible experience. Mindset is the thoughts we are thinking in our head, the feelings we are feeling in our body, the way that we are perceiving and taking in the world, and all of those things collectively add up to our mindset. I think where a lot of people get stuck is that they just try to change their action without understanding that the action is not the problem. So for example, let's say you want to speak in meetings and you want to be contributing more often. I can tell you what to say. You can come up with something to say. You can create a plan, but that's not gonna solve the problem of you sitting in the meeting feeling really, really awful and not being able to execute the plan. Similarly, I will often work with people who want a different job or a role change and they know exactly what to do to make that happen. They know how to apply for roles, they they know what a job interview is, but they're not taking the action, right? So whenever there's a change that you want to happen, but you're not doing the thing that will help the change happen, it's the problem isn't not knowing what to do, right? You know what to do. The problem is how you feel and how you're thinking about yourself. It's a mindset problem. If you felt confident and you believed you could do it, or if you knew how to take action even when you weren't feeling confident, then you wouldn't be stuck in the same place. You'd be moving forward and taking action. That's why whenever you're stuck, whenever you want something, and you're not moving towards it, you're not taking steps towards it, one of the most insightful questions you can ask yourself is why not? If I want something and I know exactly what action is gonna get me closer to that thing, why am I not taking the action? And usually, often, when you look at that, there are fears and doubts and hesitation. And that is your brain trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you from going to something unfamiliar because our brains like certainty and they like routine and they like predictability. And this is why it's so important to understand what you're thinking and what you're feeling and to focus on that. And that is going to help you take the action that you wanna take. Here's how I want to explain this to you. Here's one way that I really understand this concept that I think will be really helpful for you. I want you to imagine that you have a beautiful mansion, that you live in this gorgeous mansion with sweeping high ceilings and the most beautiful chandelier in the entryway and beautiful shiny granite and marble and the most exquisite furniture and the light just floods in. It's this beautifully, perfectly designed space and anyone who walked into this mansion would immediately feel impressed and comfortable and at home and you love your mansion, you love it. 
But I also want you to imagine that in the back of the mansion, there's this one room that you hate. Let's call that room the garbage room. Let's just say the garbage room is where all the garbage goes in between garbage collection days. And you hate the garbage room. It smells really bad. It's dirty. It's dusty. It's gross in there. And it's the one room in your house that you hate, that you're not proud of, that you don't want people to see. So you love your mansion. You love this beautiful building, this beautiful architectural piece of art that you live in, but you hate the garbage room. And I want you to imagine that because you hate this garbage room so much, because it bothers you, because you're embarrassed about it, because you're ashamed of it, you live your life never inviting people over to your mansion because you are so concerned about the garbage room. What if they see it? What if they go in there? What if they judge you? And you think that you're making the right decision because you're making the decision that feels like the one you want to make because you don't want people to see the garbage room. But what you're failing to realize in making that decision to never invite anyone over ever is that no one gets to experience your mansion. No one gets to see the high ceilings and the chandelier. No one gets to see your cool, awesome kitchen. No one gets to lounge by your beautiful infinity pool with a view of the hills and the ocean. No one gets to experience any of that because you're so concerned about the garbage room. This is the perfect example of a mindset issue where you have this incredible thing to offer people. You have this beautiful home that people would enjoy. But because there's an imperfection or a flaw, something about it that you don't like, you've decided to keep people out of it. This is often what is at play when you are being quiet in meetings or when you are failing to pursue the roles or jobs or promotions that you truly want because you don't feel perfect enough for them. It is so common if you struggle with confidence, if you struggle with your voice, if you don't feel solid in in your abilities to speak up, or maybe you are afraid that you're not really good enough for your job. What happens is all of your fears about yourself and all of the places where you think you're not good enough become like the garbage room. And you become so concerned about the garbage room and so obsessed with the garbage room and so concerned about your own perceived flaws and shortcomings that you never invite people to the house. You never apply for the role. You never go for the thing you want. You never speak up in the meeting. You never take the initiative to lead because God forbid someone might see the garbage room. And you think that you're making the right choice because you're preventing people from seeing this awful, disgusting, dusty, smelly room, but really you're making the wrong choice because the room is about 2% of your entire house and the remaining 98% of the home is exquisite and gorgeous and wonderful and valuable and everyone around you is losing out because you're so damn concerned about the garbage room and you're so like wigged out about it. This is what's happening 
when you aren't aware of and aren't taking control of your mindset. You will find one tiny thing, one little problem, one stupid garbage room that no one's ever even going to go to anyway. And if they do, who cares? And that's going to control your action. And most importantly, that is going to prevent you from sharing what you have to offer, right? And you think that the problem is you. You think the reason that you're not taking action, that you're not speaking up, that you're not inviting people over to the house, the reason you're not doing it, you think is because you need to make sure that they don't see the garbage room. That is not the problem. The real problem is the way that you're thinking about the garbage room and the way that you can't allow yourself to show people the rest of the house because you're so afraid of the parts that aren't perfect. And so you think the answer is to clean the garbage room and get rid of it, but it'll never go away because you're always going to have garbage because we all have things that we're bad at, that we suck at. I could I can give you the longest list of things that I was still horrible at even when I was in a very senior executive position and th- being very successful I was very successful in that position I still occasionally would have a meeting where I would have major nerves presenting, right? I still was someone who was not structured at all in the way I I got things done. I I don't do to-do lists. That doesn't work for my brain. Like I have a lot of shit in my garbage room. And at a certain point, I decided that I wasn't going to let that hold me back. That wasn't going to matter anymore. I wasn't going to let that control the direction of my career. And This is the core of what it means to recognize where you're getting in your own way and not allowing people in your house and not going for what you want and taking the action that you want to take because you're so concerned about the garbage room and you have this fictional idea in your head that there will never be a garbage room, but that's not true. Because as humans, we will always feel challenged occasionally. We will always run into things that are hard for us, no matter how much confidence we build, how many skills you build, no matter how much you clean that damn garbage room, you're gonna have garbage every week. And so the answer isn't to not invite people to your house, and the answer isn't to try to eliminate the garbage. The answer is to learn how to live with the garbage. That is mindset. Mindset is living with the garbage and recognizing, oh my gosh, I am not inviting people over to my beautiful home because of this stupid garbage room. Screw that. I'm inviting people over, right? For you, that might look like I am not taking any action in my career to grow and change and get get the thing that I want because there are these one or two things that I still beat myself up about that I'm still not perfect at or I made this mistake three years ago, and I'm still beating myself up over that mistake, and I'm not letting myself move forward because I'm so scared of that garbage in the back of the house, right? Mindset is understanding that there will always be a garbage room. It will always smell like shit, I promise you. The name of the game is not to get rid of it or clear it out. The name of the game is to keep reminding yourself that it is only 2%, that it is not 100% of your house, and that if you invite people over to your home, they are going to love it. And God forbid if someone stumbles into your garbage room, which is going to happen at some point, They are not going to be thinking about how awful you are. They're going to feel relieved because they're going to be like, whew, 
She has a garbage room, too. I thought I was the only one that had a garbage room. Now I can finally invite people over to my house. That's why I started this podcast, because I was like, I have a stinky-ass garbage room, and I'm not seeing any women, any successful female leaders out in the corporate world saying that they have a garbage room. And so it was really making me think that something was wrong with me and I was in this position of like not inviting people to my house because of my garbage room. And I started this show to be like, some of us have garbage rooms. And now I know with the work that I do and how long I've had this show and I can see the statistics of the show and what the community shares with me, we all have a garbage room, right? Maybe we have slightly different size garbage rooms. I have a pretty large garbage room. You might have a big one too. And we all have different things in our garbage room, right? Like different kinds of garbage smells and different kinds of garbage. But we all have it. We all have a garbage room. It's part of our brain, right? It's just part of what it means to be human and have a human mind and feel the range of human emotions, some of which are really difficult and painful and icky. That's that's all it is. And so mindset is about understanding and seeing the ways in which the garbage room is holding you back right? And it's imagining all the beautiful parties you would have in your home if you weren't so afraid of the garbage room, all of the dinner parties and pool parties, or maybe if you're a quiet person, all of the wonderful things that you do in your home with your friends if you weren't so afraid of the garbage room. And it's the same at work in your career. You can have the thing you want and go for the thing you want, even if there are things that are hard for you, even if you have a garbage room. Yes, you can improve your skills. Yes, you can have a stronger voice. Yes, you can build confidence. Yes, you can work on all those things and close your gaps, of course. But do not wait. Do not wait to move towards the thing you want until those gaps are closed because I guarantee you that is just your brain getting you to be waiting forever. There will be no point in the future where your brain's like, now I'm comfortable. Now I feel ready. Now you can go for it guarantee you that's not going to happen. If your brain's procrastinating now, it's going to procrastinate tomorrow and the day after and the day after. The name of the game is to learn to dance in the fucking garbage room. And when you learn how to do that, you will become the most powerful like vixen witch female leader on the planet because that is the secret to everything, to embrace your garbage, not feel so scared of your garbage, to love your garbage, to move forward even with your garbage. Unless your garbage is preventing you from delivering the outcomes that you have been asked to deliver in your role, unless that is like clearly and explicitly happening, your garbage doesn't matter. You're in your role for one reason and one reason only, and that is to deliver results. Can you deliver results while feeling imposter syndrome? Yes. Can you deliver results with a shaky voice in a meeting? Yes. Can you deliver results while feeling like crap and doubting yourself? Yes. I'm not saying that this is the outcome that we want for you in the long run and that you should feel bad all the time. What I'm saying, though, is that learning to move forward while you are feeling bad, while you are feeling horrible, while there are smells wafting out of that garbage room is the thing that's going to make you stop feeling so bad about it. Stop feeling so held back by it because you're going to start to see that it's only 2% of your house. Your entire house isn't a garbage room. You just have a human mind and flaws and things about you that make you imperfect just like the rest of us. 
And so it is so important when it comes to imposter syndrome, when it comes to the things that you struggle with, the things that are hard for you, all of that stuff in the work that I do and the way that I do mindset work and my coaching philosophies and how I am in my own life. It is so important to embrace and dance in the garbage room. I, I am so done, so done living the version of my life where I'm like, oh, my house doesn't have a garbage room. I don't have a garbage room. My house is perfect. Like that is just not something that I'm available for because that is not where my deepest strengths come out. That is not where genuine confidence comes from for me. And that is not what my work is about. My work is about embracing the full spectrum of our humanity. And for me, what it means to become a powerful female leader is someone who is not afraid of her own stuff. Someone who doesn't need to rest on perfection to feel safe. A woman who has learned to feel strong and powerful and safe, even knowing that she is imperfect. And it is my clients who are willing to embrace their imperfections and not make it such a big problem as we work on their goals, who end up not only getting the thing that they want the fastest, not only transforming the fastest, but they're ultimately the ones where their garbage room starts to shrink the fastest because they've learned not to let it own them. And then suddenly it just doesn't seem like such a big deal anymore. And suddenly they're not focusing on it as much. And suddenly it's just not such a big problem the way that it used to be. And so mindset is about what you choose to think of that garbage room and what you choose to do even with that garbage room present. And there are going to be situations in your career where you're going to feel great and strong and confident and everything's going to go well. And like the garbage room is going to be a moot point because you're going to feel awesome and you're not going to have any of like your insecurities triggered or any of your stuff come up. Right. And that's great. That will happen. And there are also going to be times in your career where the garbage room is front and center and you're feeling crappy and you're doubting yourself and all of your fears and doubts and insecurities and hesitations are like bubbling up to the surface and you have to learn to move forward anyway. You have to learn to take action anyway while managing those things. And ultimately, over time, you will learn how to shrink those things. You will learn how to minimize those things, but don't make the mistake of waiting for those things to go away. Don't wait for your imposter syndrome to go away. Learn how to move forward and be brave enough to invite people to your house, even with the garbage room. There's one more thing that I want to share with you on this that is really important. Um, And this is the idea that even when you take the action of moving forward, even with your doubts, even with your fears, even with the garbage room, right? Like you decide to move forward anyway, What you may experience with that is the feeling that maybe you're going in the wrong direction and maybe you should give up and stop. And when you believe that the garbage room is really a big problem and that everyone's judging you for it and everyone hates your house and that you're messed up and broken, what often will happen is your brain is going to look for evidence that that is true. So, Let's say you invite someone over to your house and they come over and you're like really stressing and wigging out about the garbage room and you're like, I hope they don't see the garbage room. So someone comes to your house, they come over for a party, everything's fine, and then they leave and on the way out, they say, I had such a good time. You have the most beautiful house. And then they leave the party. And your brain takes that compliment And it goes, oh, my God, they must have seen the garbage room. They hate it. They think it's disgusting. That was a fake compliment. They just gave me a fake compliment because they saw the garbage room and I can never invite them over again. 
This is the equivalent. This example that I just gave you is the equivalent to when you give a presentation, maybe you struggle with presentations, or maybe you speak up in a meeting, you struggle to speak up in a meeting, um, and then you get good feedback after. And someone sends you a note or after someone says, wow, you did a really great job in that meeting and your brain goes, oh, they're lying. They saw how awkward you looked. They saw how shaky your voice was. They're totally lying. And they're so uncomfortable by how uncomfortable you are that they're giving you like a fake compliment, right? So what's so important for you to understand is that your brain is going to cling to whatever story it has even when you do take action. It might still make the garbage room a problem even when you take action, even when you get the outcome that you want. That's why if you go out for job interviews, if you go out for a promotion and you have imposter syndrome and then you get the promotion or you get the role, your brain's gonna be like, well, you managed to trick them and now you're an imposter in the role, right? Your brain's not gonna be like, oh, they gave you the role, now you can relax. No, 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 no. Your brain's gonna, your brain's gonna go back to the old story and just resurface the same problem. And it is up to you to remind yourself, oh, this is just my old story, that this garbage room is a huge problem. It's that old story coming up again, and it is my full-time job to be detaching from that story, to notice that old story when it comes up, and to put distance between myself and that story, and to choose over and over again every single day to adopt the story that I want, which is the story that I can move forward even with the garbage room present, that I am fully capable even when my mind tries to completely focus in on the garbage room and just obsess, obsess over it, right? And you get to come back and choose that story time and time again, over and over again, even when your brain tries to pull you back. And like I said before, I want to make this so clear. It is about taking action and doing the scary thing and inviting people over to your house, even with the garbage room present, so that they can appreciate your beautiful mansion, the beautiful thing you have to offer, right? So it's about going for the role, even if you feel a little bit not ready. It's about speaking in the meeting, even if you're shaky, even if it's awkward, it's just about doing it anyway, right? The goal is not to feel awful all the time and be taking action in spite of feeling awful. The goal is to learn how to take action in spite of feeling awful so that feeling awful doesn't control you, so that the garbage room doesn't control you, so that the imposter syndrome doesn't control you, so that the fear of speaking up doesn't control you. It's learning how to move forward with that. And then over time, the fears, the insecurities, the concerns, all the things that hold you back get weaker and weaker and weaker because you've taken action over and over again and you've showed yourself that it's okay. And so this is really what mindset is all about. It's about noticing when you're not taking action, noticing when you're keeping people locked out of your beautiful mansion because of one stupid garbage room that doesn't even matter. And it's about making the commitment to remind yourself that that garbage room is only 2% and that you're not going to plan your career around the thing that's 2%. You're going to plan your career around the 98% that is this beautiful mansion of all the skills and talents and creativity and capability that you have. That's why you were hired in the first place. Whatever role 
role you're in, there were other people that wanted that role. And whoever made the decision to hire you looked at those other people and chose you. And they chose you because of the 98%. And mindset is your commitment to coming back to that 98% and noticing when the 2%, when the garbage room thoughts get big and crazy and scary and try to dominate your behavior. And it is just about making your best effort in the moment to bring yourself back to who you really are, to the 98%, to what you're capable of, so that you don't get paralyzed in your job and so that you don't hold yourself back from taking the actions that are going to be the actions that allow you to grow. And so I'm going to wrap up this mindset episode here. And I'll do just a recap because this is a long one. So I want to make sure to drive home the most important points. And so what I want you to remember is that there's mindset and there's action. And if you're not taking action, aka you're not inviting people over to your beautiful mansion, then you want to not ask yourself, how can I take the action? How can I just invite people over to the mansion? You want to find out why you're not doing that. Like, what are you so scared of in the garbage room? And what would it look like to invite people over instead? What would you have to believe? What would you have to think to invite people over instead? And you want to practice moving forward, speaking up, going for the thing, taking the action, even when you feel afraid, even when you feel insecure, even when you feel like you have flaws or you feel embarrassed, right? Even when you feel really scared that people are going to see your garbage room. The name of the game is not to get rid of the garbage room and make yourself perfect and flawless. The name of the game is to learn how to move forward even with it there. And that is where your best confidence is going to come from. That is when you are going to become unstoppable. This is my favorite stuff. This is why I do the work that I do. This is what I do in my own life with my own growth and with my clients and with everyone that I support in this community is to help you get out of your own way and to help you stop letting this stupid garbage room like dictate your choices and your behavior and your career. Part of the reason that I started this show is because as my career started to take off, I was like, oh my God, holy cow, there are these corporate executive positions out there and they're really fun and you have more control over your schedule and more freedom because you're more senior and you make way more money than you make in, you know, like middle management. And those roles are there for the taking. They're there for you if you want them. And we really need more diverse, sensitive, heart-centered, caring women in those roles. And so- Don't let a garbage room prevent you from enjoying the mansion, from having the thing you want. You can have it. And that's what I'm here to remind you. And that's why I'm doing this work. And so I'm going to close that out on this. If you want me to support you on this, if you want me to be like your guide on this journey of learning how to master your mindset and how to move forward powerfully towards the things you want and how to not need to lean on perfectionism in order to feel confident, that is the work that I do in my one-on-one coaching and I am not taking on clients right when this episode comes out. However, you can join the waitlist, which is first come, first serve. And as soon as you get your name on the waitlist, you are in the queue to work with me one-on-one, and I will let you know when a spot opens up. And at that point, we can see if it's a fit. And I also have surprises and special treats for those who are on the waitlist. So if you are thinking about working with me, I would suggest getting your name on the waitlist now so that you can get a future spot and you can apply to be added to the waitlist by going to justguzzitcoaching.com slash coaching. 
I'll put the link in the show notes and come join me on August 29th to learn how to feel more confident and speak up powerfully in meetings. If you want more mindset, I am going to be going into mindset because your voice in a meeting, your presence in a meeting, how you are speaking in a meeting all comes from mindset. It doesn't come from knowing the right words or having a script or memorizing something to say. It comes from knowing how to feel confident and strong and how to harness and summon that feeling even if you are struggling. And that is so much of what I'm going to be teaching you in this workshop. So I would love to see you there. It's August 29th. You can buy your ticket on justguzzitcoaching.com slash events or check the show notes for the link. If you purchase a VIP ticket, you get a uh, one-on-one 50-minute private coaching session with me in addition to your admission to the workshop. I never do, I never offer one-off coaching sessions except for now, and that is the only way to work with me right in this moment. So I would love to see you there at the workshop, grab your ticket, and come say hi to me. Check out the show notes for all of my links, all of my info, anything you could possibly need from me is in the show notes. Time to end this slightly long solo episode. I hope you have the most magical, fun, amazing week, and I will catch you on the podcast next week. All right, bye.